Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, here we go. Hey, what up? It's Sissy And Patty. And it's another episode of Mommy Moves. Hang on, I gotta turn on my headphones. I can't hear myself in here. Ooh. Oh, that's why, because the mic's not on. Oh, I need headphones. We're professionals, I swear. Okay. <laughs> Where are my headphones? This here? is the podcast of... Just trying to act like we have it all together when you're a parent. And this is a perfect example of us. Uh, well, not having it together. Yeah, but you know what we do? Because look at us. We're very good at pretending. We came to work. We're here. Happy birthday, Patty. Oh, thank birthday. you. Thank you. Um, well, I want to talk about your birthday. Um, there's something that, that maybe you guys know or don't know about Patty that she has her own company, Lil Libros. And so uh, I don't know that we've actually like touched base on that a lot. And then let's we'll dive into the election because obviously today is election day. Big day. Just a few things. <laughs> Mommy moves <laughs> with Sissy and Patty. <laughs> okay, so Saturday was your birthday. It was. Wait, was it Saturday? Yeah, it was Saturday. I went to my uh, to Stockton, which is about six hours away from Where here. Is that? I actually didn't know. That's heading towards San Francisco and Sacramento. So, like, you land in Stockton, oh. you could either go one way to Sacramento or the other way, San Francisco. I might pass that because I'm going to San Francisco this weekend. So, you, I don't know if you pass it, but it's maybe I don't know. <laughs> but I was there. Okay. Were you it's, driving? I hope not. <laughs> I went with my brother and my kids. Okay. And God, driving six hours in the car with Don't tell kids. me that I'm about to do that this Friday. Your kids don't talk yet. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> so that's good, like better. And uh, they can still sleep for long hours. Mm-hmm. My kids can't yet. I mean, oh, they don't anymore. anymore. And uh, it's so it's like, mommy, this, let me stop. Mom, I have stop. to pee. I have to pee. My feet hurt. Mom, I'm cold. Can you put the AC down? Oliver, stop oh. touching me. Mom, I'm hot. <laughs> Mom, I'm hungry. Mom, I want a snack. Mom, I'm thirsty. Aww. I'm like, you just had a snack. Yeah. And if you give them too much liquid, then they have to pee. They have to pee. Yeah. yeah I learned that lesson with my nephew. I took him to a movie once and he was five years old and I bought him a big thing of popcorn and a big thing of like <laughs> Pepsi. And I'm like thinking I'm the cool aunt. You had them all and wired. He, yeah, yeah. All wired. And he had to pee like three times during the movie. I'm like, oh. He had Tanya eyes. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. For those that know what Tanya eyes are, it's like she, Tanya is, um, on, in the morning show. Yeah, with us. And she gets really excited when she's excited. I, just in general. <laughs> and she doesn't blink. She doesn't blink. So yeah. whenever you give children sugar, that's how they, they get the tiny eyes. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, so I went Saturday. Uh, my dad lives in Stockton. When my parents divorced, he, uh, he moved up north uh, where all his family is. I don't go often, but I think now as a mother, I appreciate my father more. Oh, for sure. And now I'm making it more of a, I want to go there more mm-hmm. and have my kids visit him because they know he's grandpa, but they don't feel yeah. that he's grandpa. Mm-hmm. That's important. It is important. My grandpa lived in Mexicali mm-hmm. my whole life, and my mom really did make it a point for us to 
either see him like he would come up or we would go down there like i felt like i saw him at least like every other month probably my whole oh, childhood until he passed away mm-hmm. and it was good because that was my only grandpa like i didn't have my everybody else passed away already before mm-hmm. i was born so you have fun memories of him right Be, i mean it's the only memories i have yeah, yeah i have amazing memories. he had like the greatest hair of all time <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. It was white. It was just, just white. It was full of ganas. Like it was just snow white. white. Snow white, but thick. Thick like um, John Stamos or like something. Like a Mexican just, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he would ha- keep it kind of long, but like brush it back. And he would let me braid it, like do like <gasps> cornrows. And, like, he would let me do anything I wanted to his hair. He was like the coolest grandpa ever. You need to show me pictures. I will. I will. So those pictures of you like running around in Mexicali? Oh my God, beyond. <laughs> I have so many pictures like that. Seriously, That's so yeah. awesome. It's my tata. Oh, yeah. What yeah, do your parent. What do your kids call him? Grandpa. Grandpa. They call him grandpa, but you know they they think grandpa. They feel grandpa is my mom's husband because they see him every single uh-huh. day. Oh, gotcha. But they they know my dad is grandpa, but they don't feel it. Like they're not. They don't have that connection. Yeah. Well, that's- so it's hard, you know. And I know it. It also it breaks my dad's heart a little bit because he knows, you know. So he tries to come down here as much that's as he good. can. Yeah. And, um, Not good that it breaks his heart, but good that he tries to come yeah, down. He, he recognizes it, it. He makes an effort yeah. to come here as many times as he can. And now that, you know, for me, it was very hard for me to go because it, for me, it was accepting that my parents were divorced. So when my parents divorced, I kind of blocked that. Wait, how old are you when they divorced? They divorced or they started they started separating probably when I was 13 years old. Okay, wow. And it was really hard. For sure. That's like such a difficult age in general yeah. for us kids like to be going through that. Like we're going through so many changes with our, 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 bodies, our bodies and our, our everything. And so for you to deal with that. when Erica, when did yours? Producer Erica's in the room as well. Uh, I was 13 as well. And yeah. that was like painful, right? Brutal. And I always said, I wish, well, I don't really anymore. It's like fine. But I always wished that I was one of those kids whose parents split up when they were like two. Because, because you don't feel you like you wish that. It. That's just yeah. how your life was. But now I'm really thankful that I have the memories of my parents and my whole family together. Yeah. And I hold on to those memories so much. Mm-hmm. And I, don't, I didn't have a resentment toward my parents, but I, I'm very good at blocking things that hurt me. Just yeah. ignoring them, mm-hmm. so I didn't. I didn't go up north to see my dad too much, but that changed after I had my kids. Like mm-hmm. it's not fair for him, but still, what's that like ten years later? Yeah, so it yeah. took a long time for just yeah. saying, you know what, I need to be okay with it. You know, whatever happened between them, you know, I can't control it. I could only control what I can do now as a parent. Do you feel like you guys had to pick sides, or not? You had to, but like you guys naturally did. Yeah, because I, we stayed with my mom and my dad packed his bags and moved to Stockton. Wow. So it's like, and I remember I yelling at my mom, like, why would you guys do this to us? Yeah. And my mom was so like upset and she's like, well, you leave with him. Oh, leave oh, with him. God. Then. Moms are so dramatic. Yeah. Sometimes. She's like, just leave with him. She's like, vos vete con él. Tanto, oh, lo, tanto lo quieres, vete con él. Oh God. Like, and it's just like, God, I still, I remember her face and I'm just like, why would you say that to me? No. Were you 13 when he moved? Yeah, like he, he left. Yeah, like right away. That's God, really, you know, Luckily, my parents stayed in the same place. I saw my dad as much as I wanted. In the same house? No, no, no. Oh, no. Same, same city. Same like city. I was, you know, always 15 minutes. Yeah. was yeah, able to yeah. get back and forth. So I can't imagine. Yeah, six hours away. Yeah. But I mean, he's happy now. He's remarried. My mom's remarried. But um, I, I went up north and... Um, you guys have the same birthday? He's November 4th. I'm November 3rd. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. 
How cute is that? And, you know, he recently had a, uh, what is it called? Uh, a stroke. A mini oh stroke, God, I remember. remember? Yeah. So, I was on maternity leave. Yeah, when, when I called you crying. Happened, I know. So it couldn't have been, I mean, not that a stroke was perfect timing, but my mom was living with me during that time. And so when you called me asking for advice of like, what do I do? Because like my mom had has had multiple strokes. <laughs> um, it's weird because I, you forget. Like I, it happened like five years ago almost for and us. she's not had one since? Um, no. she. Well, she's had a few scares here mm-hmm. and there, but you like... When you're in it, you're in it. And I almost was like, um, I almost was like speechless when you called me and asked me for advice. I'm not just like, I like almost forgot like what to do, you know, but like, I remember my, but my mom was it. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But my mom was there. So my mom actually talked to Patty for like, I don't know, half an hour yeah. or something. And just, just kind of like, I was asking her all these questions yeah. because you, you don't know, like, it's not, you don't know, you don't care about any of those things until it happens to you. For sure. Because you hear about all these things, but it never sticks in your mind. It goes yes. one ear out the other. It's like when people tell you about like the first poop after you, yeah. <laughs> you have a baby. It's like, yeah, it's going to yeah, hurt. Yeah, yeah, it's going <laughs> to hurt. Can't imagine it's going to hurt that much. <laughs> but like, it's true. And, mm-hmm. th- and that goes for every medical, you know, scare, cancer, strokes, yeah. you know, anything like that. So it's like every time any of those things happen, it's when you start realizing like the things that matter. And as a mother, you become you become more aware about those things. Yeah, I was at like, Magic Mountain the other day, and I was too scared to go on the roller coasters because I'm like, well, what if I die and leave my yeah. kids behind? <laughs> you start thinking, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't That's know everything. Everything you do with your life now. What how if I die? how is he now? Is he good? He's good. He's he's happy. He's um he's looking for a house, and he was telling me he's looking he was looking for a house to um because he wants to move in because he's currently living with my aunt. Mm-hmm. And uh, and him and his wife are living there. And he's like, you know, I'm looking for a house for rent. And I was like, for rent? And I was like, Dad, I'm going to cry. Because I've been saving to buy myself a house. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, you know what, Dad? Let me buy the house for you. The money that I'm saving for myself, I'm going to give it to him. Oh, my God. So he can get his house. Oh, my goodness. It's like, it's the least I can do. Yeah. For what he's done for me. Absolutely. So we spent the whole day looking for houses. I called my realtor. Wow. And um, we put, um, we already like started the process of just me sending all my paperwork to the realtor. And, you know, he called me this morning because he's excited. He's like running around looking for houses and sending me pictures. And I was like, just find one that you yeah, like. Yeah, to him, it's like he won the lottery or something. And like, like, it's like, but what better I'm... feeling to do that for your parents? You know, like they did so much for you and now it's the least i can do pay it back yeah it's the least i can do and i did it for my mom once you know i was saving for my house and she's like needed a house and i was like well i just want to you know that gives me more joy yeah then like i can't imagine me living in a home knowing that my parents don't have a home like i can't even like think you know just right right so that's what's happening right now which i'm really excited like that makes me really happy and it just part of me is like why didn't i think of this before like i'm i'm was I that selfish to not think that, you know, that I could take no, care of my I father sooner? No, I think it's sooner? like, and, and no offense to your dad, but it's like out of sight, out of mind kind right. of thing. It's like, I don't think you purposely were like, I, I just don't, I don't ever want to do anything nice for him or yeah. blah, blah, blah. It's just like, you were there, you're in the moment, you're... Yeah, I really thought he it. was happy living with my aunts because, yeah. you know, we all come from big families. Like, you know, you just yeah. love being with all your yeah. families. You don't know until you have a conversation with somebody. And yeah. That's and, how it happened. And he's like, you know, I'm looking for a house to, you know, so I can rent. And I'm like, rent? Like, what a waste no. of money. Like, what a waste <laughs> of money. I'm like, yeah. I have the money. I can pay for this for you. Yeah. Like, you don't, you know, he's, he's 60. 
he's like a few years away from retirement like i'm like i can do this for you how cute I'm like it's this is this is what this that is has about. to be a really amazing feeling. I don't. Uh, I mean, fortunately, my parents are like they're they you know they have their home and they're mm-hmm. financially set and stuff like that. And like I would I wouldn't have to do something like that for them. But in in my way of paying it back is like little things. Like we're taking a trip to Big Bear and like Michael and I are paying for the whole rental. And that's beautiful. Like, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. we're inviting the whole family yeah. and like we're not asking for everyone to pitch in some money. Like it's like we can afford to do right. something. Just a family vacation like that where my parents used to do that when we were kids and pay for the whole thing too, yeah. you know? So, now it's our turn. Exactly. Take it's care it's of nice to do things like it that. Goes, yeah, or, full circle. Know. Wow. So did you guys, I saw you guys were like having tacos or like what were you guys? We're having uh, birria. I mean, I, you know I don't know, man, but I was like looking at your Instagram and I was like, oh, it looks so good. So birria is like a, a, it's a stew with, uh, you could make it with a uh, uh, chivo, lamb. I think that's lamb okay. um, or beef. And uh, my aunts are they're, my aunts are from a rancho in Mexico. Yeah. So these okay. women know how to cook. Yeah, for you know sure. I mean? That's like how like, my aunts are. Like they, <laughs> this is like top notch Mexican food. And so like, good. you know, and if you have aunts and mothers that can cook like this, like you need to learn that. You need to I get know. those recipes. But that's the thing. There's no recipes. No, like, they're it's like a pitch here. Yes. A here. And then do a little twirl. Yeah. And but it's like, made. you know, you, we need to do it. Otherwise, those things would just get lost. They're going to get lost. And, you know, and they make the most, like, I, they make the most incredible make Mexican rice. Oh, I know. I know. It's I know. just perfect. It is fluffy. It's not watery. It's not dry. Oh my God! I wanted to just bottle it and bring it home, <laughs> and I and I told and I told my aunt I'm like you know it's so funny Tia because I asked my mom because my mom makes the same exact rice and I go mom how'd you learn how to cook this and she told me uh, when I came to this country your dad's uh, sister mi tia Maricela she taught me how to make the rice and mi tia Maricela lives now in Stockton and she's the one that makes the Mexican rice delicious and I was just like I put it in my mouth and it just took me back to my childhood <laughs> like incredible. Incredible, okay. you know, which is really, you know, do you like ketchup with Mexican rice or ketchup with rice? Because I love ketchup with rice. It's weird. I can't I'm, say that I've tried that. I'm not a big. OK, I like ketchup with French fries and sometimes chicken, but that's like the extent of it. I, I'm i not a big like ketchup with my eggs type of person or anything like that. But maybe I'll don't knock it till you try it. So I'll give it a try. So I got a bottle of uh, organic ketchup um, from Thrive Market. OK, delicious. And I brought back some food and I made a. Uh, Oliver, a fried egg with the Mexican rice and topped it with ketchup, mm. and he had two bowls. My goodness! Like, and that's your two-year-old. My, that's Three my year. two-year-old. Two, yeah. Having two bowls, and I was it made me happy because you know you're adding these organic elements to the meal, and it makes you feel good as a mother. Yeah, and at Thrive Market, you can actually shop for thousands of the best-selling non-GMO foods and natural products. The, what's really cool, I think, about them is that you you save. You always are at like 25 to 50% of savings below traditional retail prices. Incredible. And so, I mean, if you are somebody that's on the go like Patty and I and don't have time to go to the store, I love going grocery shopping every now and then just for like little things. But like just to get everything done in one place at thrivemarket.com, go to the website thrivemarket.com slash mommy moves and you can save a bunch of stuff right there. There's no discount codes that you're ever going to need. Keep in mind that Thrive Market's prices are already up to 50% off. So you're going to be getting an extra 25% off your first order plus a free 30-day trial. 
So easy. Just make your grocery list before you go online. You have it right in front of you, and then you start searching for the items, and bam, no discount code. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And a little FYI, I don't know if you know this about Thrive Market, though, is that 70% of the Thrive Market catalog, you cannot find it on Amazon, which sometimes you feel like everything can be found there, but not it's in not this true. case. Thrivemarket.com slash mommy moves. Check that out. And today's a big day, Sissini, for all of us listening, everyone in this country. Everyone in this country, obviously, is midterm elections. And it's so crazy because I'm still so surprised at people that are not going to vote today. It like it breaks my heart. And I don't want to like out them because they listen and they're close to me. But I'm just like, are you gonna go vote? And they're like, no. No, my vote doesn't matter. Yeah, or I don't know about I'm not registered or I don't know what the propositions yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, I know. And so I was just like over the weekend I was talking to somebody and they said that to me and I was just like, Come on. But I don't know I mean, she was just I don't know. I'm like, maybe it's just like I just feel like living in Los Angeles, there's so many things that affect our community here. Right. But I feel like that's everywhere and I it should be everywhere. It should be everywhere and it's you know, and the fact that some people think that our vote doesn't matter, you know, there's all these propositions that are may not affect us, you know, us directly, but eventually it's going to be affecting the future of our children. Yeah. You know, like we're paving the way for our kids. And mm-hmm. I'm like, as a mother, you're thinking like, I'm going to do whatever I can yeah. while I'm here to make the world a better place. And there's like, I am not, I will be the first to tell you that I am not a politic type of person. See, I don't even know what the right term is. You know, somebody political. political. Thank you, Mark. You just came into the room. I am not a political person. I don't follow politics. I don't necessarily enjoy them, but I know that it's important to go out there and vote today. And it's something like even Michael sent me like there's so many cheat sheets, like mm-hmm. websites that you can go to that like really dumb down the propositions for you because so I am there's one of those no people excuse. who are like, I'll still read the proposition. I'm like, wait a minute. So do you vote yes or do you vote no for that? Like and I don't some are tricky. It. Like, if I vote yes, that means no. Yes, exactly. And do they do that on purpose? Probably. To screw screw you, like, over, like, when you're like, okay, if I vote yes to this, that means it's not going to happen. Right. Like, I wonder how many propositions actually did get passed or didn't get passed because people just didn't understand what way to vote on it. So, um, just Google, like, cheat sheets so online. I'm telling easy. you, there's so many on there that you can, that'll help you when you go to the polls today. Um, and you're taking your kids for the first time. I know. So, like, I'm, I'm thinking about doing, like, this whole, like, tradition thing because my dad did this with me when I was a little girl and he would take me with him and I would go in the booth with him and I would see him like punching like exactly what he was and I could just picture your dad with a big old smile on his face yeah he's a need let's go come with me and we would like walk there because it was around the corner for granted his privilege no oh my gosh are you kidding me you know what I mean like no my dad was like made sure that the whole entire family voted like he was the one that like he would have like a like a party almost like have all the tias and tios come over to the house that's great and all probably persuade them to vote the same way he's voting because they were all kind of <laughs> clueless as to what they were doing but either way he was you know the ringleader so to speak we should have had a party Susan. you had one for halloween hey it's not too late for the midterm you election it's not too late come over bring to your my house. sticker your sticker allows you to two <laughs> drinks at my house <laughs> 
<laughs> I love it. I love. It. I know. I was like joking with my sister. She's like, "Oh my god, are you gonna make this whole big thing about it? Are, are you, you gonna? Like, yes. Are you gonna dress the kids in red, white, and blue?" I was like, "No, but that's a great, great idea. idea. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great idea. It is. You no, know, I think it's important. So yeah, these are memories. It's just like, and that's another thing that I was saying the other day. I was like, I something so stupid like this, like bringing the twins to go to the point. It's place. not. Like, they're stupid. not gonna remember it. Like, I mean, let's be honest. It's like remember the strollers. Tradition. It's a tradition, but everything you do with kids is a memory. Yeah. Now. Like, and I'm just like, see, that's just all clicking now and you're registering with mm-hmm. me. And I don't know. It's like, I overthink everything now. I'm just like, I'm just not overthink it, but I'm just excited about it, I guess. And, you know, and we, we don't give children enough credit, you know, because we think that, like, oh, they don't, they're not, you know, they're only six months old or they're too young to understand. Yeah. Why am I going to take them with me to go voting? And, you know, Alexander's seven. And, uh, there's a lot of bad stuff, like just pewing out of the news, you know, on television. So I don't really have the news on at home and don't really talk about those things in front of my child because then I don't want him to go to school and uh, get it lost in translation and say things that maybe we didn't say. But then the other day he came into the room very serious and he says, Mom, Dad, I want to call him a family meeting. <laughs> And I was like, I was like, I'm thinking, okay, like, where did he get this from? One, like calling a family meeting. He's never like, Michael and I have never, ever like had said those words in our lives in front of him. And I was like, he probably thought like in a cartoon Yeah, probably. And I was like, what do you want to talk about, Alexander? We were both going to his room and he's like, (laughs) we all need to talk about this. It's really important. And I said, okay, how are we going to stop Trump from building that wall, mom? Oh, geez. And I was like, what, Alex? Uh, he's seven. You? Yeah, he's seven. Yeah. And we don't have any news on t- ever. We don't have it on. I, you know, as much as, you know, I don't, ag- I don't agree in a lot of things. I don't say them out loud because I don't want him to hear me angry. You know, I feel like there's a time but and a what place about, for like, everything. But what about like or Theos or somebody no. like no. a part? Like, I feel like politics gets brought up so much at fa- family gatherings, just like but randomly. I'm, but he had to listen. Yeah, I mean, he had to hear listening. it from somebody. Yeah. And I was trying to explain to him, like, you know, Alexander, like, you know, there's when you're a little older, you'll be able to see things. And I hope, you you know, whatever decision you make when you're older, it comes from your heart. Yeah, that's good advice. And you're still not like, you know instilling your views on him yeah you know um whatever you decide on what i want you to be is always be a good person Mm -hmm. always follow your heart and treat others with respect and dignity yeah and if you do that others will want to follow you right and do the same right and that's what community is about totally and he's like, okay, but I thought it was really funny. I mean, like, can I we go back to the family meeting? I like, that call is in a family meeting, mom and dad. <laughs> the kids, are, this reminds me of this one time. I was probably four or five years old. So I spoke Spanish first in my house. Mm-hmm. And my sister, my brother, my sister's eight years older and my brother is six years older. And so they were like, you know, already like in school by the time I was starting to speak. And so they're speaking English with their friends. Like they're fluent in English mm-hmm. more and, and Spanish. And so they spoke English with my dad and my dad spoke Spanish to me. My mom spoke Spanish to me. Mm-hmm. And that's just the way it was still to this day. I only speak Spanish with my mom because up until this day, I was like, I don't know, five years old, maybe. I think it was after I had started kindergarten because I started realizing that like we had a different culture from other kids. Like I was different. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I grew up in a predominantly Caucasian white neighborhood, mm-hmm. like the right. only Mexican person in my school. 
And so um, it's, it's yeah, it was. It's like one Asian guy, one black guy, and one Mexican you. girl. Yeah, I mean, that's it. And like everyone else is white. <laughs> so so I'm like, I remember going to my dad. And so I was like, I kind of grew up like not ashamed, but just like I wanted to not be different. Who I, yeah, my name was weird. Like I just was always felt like I was just different. So I wanted to be more normal. And I remember I said, oh, my dad, I want to have a serious talk with you. I want to have it in the bonus room. And the bonus room is where his office was. So like anytime he yelled at my brother or my the sister, bonus. it was in the bonus room. So anytime they got in trouble, it was the bonus the room. Bonus like come room. to my office, the bonus room. The bonus room. And by the way, the bonus room is like the center part of my parents' house and it overlooks the cul-de-sac. So it's like, it's like my dad's like area. Oh. I don't know. It's funny. Michael. oversee. Yeah. Michael like loves the bonus room. He thinks it's like the coolest like dad den ever. <laughs> it's all like wood paneling the whole thing. Anyways. So I told him, it's like, dad. Like from now on, and this is on Spanish probably still, but I'm just like, I don't want you to speak to me in Spanish anymore. I want you to speak to me in English. And he was just like, why? And I'm just like, well, you know, you speak to English to Roni and Jeanette, and I want to speak, you know, uh, English with you too. I was feeling left out. And he said, okay, if that's what you want. He's like, but you have to promise me one thing. And I was like, okay, what? And he was like, you will speak to your mom in Spanish. That stays. And I said, okay. And that's it. And that was the end of it. That was the end of your Spanish. No. And the end of my Spanish was my dad. <laughs> your dad. But yeah. And so wow. I spoke with, uh, now it's, to this day, it's just Spanish with my mom always and then English with my dad. Yeah. I mean, it it, uh, it makes total sense. I think for us, first generation Latinos, growing up was tough because we wanted to fit in. We, you know, nobody on, nobody on television who we admired looked like us or talked no. like us. And, you know, there was just, you know, speaking Spanish some parents even didn't, oh, they weren't even okay with their children speaking any Spanish because they felt that if their children were speaking Spanish, they would be seen as less than. Mm. So there's many first generation Latinos who don't even speak Spanish because so parents felt like if I, if my child is goes to school speaking Spanish, yeah. they're going to already think that he, yeah. he my child is less than i was I, I was pretty lucky that our neighborhood was pretty like like we didn't experience anything like that but i have aunts and uncles and cousins that moved away from certain areas in orange county because the neighbors were like so mean to them yeah like they were like mm-hmm. they didn't want mexican people living next door to them it's real and so they moved to riverside and i have like a huge amount of like cousins that live in riverside because they were just basically like 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 pushed out pushed out yeah, and and I remember, you know, and, and it's all these things that I remember growing up, and now with my with my both my children, I am like all about Spanish. I with know, them. me too. I'm just like you're going to be proud of your identity, mm-hmm. and just because you don't you don't speak Spanish doesn't make you any less Latino. No, but Spanish is very much part of our culture. It's, it's a big part of our culture. Huge. Um, I mean, but California itself is like 65, 70% Hispanic Latinos. We're the majority. Like, we have to stop saying that we're a minority. We're the majority majority. in the state. I know. Like, we're no longer a minority. Sorry, Erica. You know, so we a little white girl in the studio. Have, I know a couple words, okay? <laughs> I am Basque. I am Basque. I am but, a little bit Spaniard. But we definitely do not speak Spanish at home ever. So, <laughs> But, you know, now you're seeing a shift of before, you know, parents were like, no, no Spanish, no Spanish. But now even like non-Latinos are all about dual immersion schools and having their children, not just two languages, Absolutely. but like two, three, four languages, you know? Yeah. No, it's so, you want to know a crazy story? Um, so, you know, Jill Deegan, who works here, right? Yeah. 
So she has two sons, and they're about my age. Um, she, they're like, yeah, they're like mid thirties. No, no, not mid thirties. They're younger 30, than 30s. me. They're like five years younger than me. Anyways, late twenties. Sure. <laughs> 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 and so she uh, grew up here, not grew up, but like moved here and raised her family in Studio City mm-hmm. um, from you know the start of them being born, and they're. They're all raised Catholic, so they're still Catholic, obviously, until mm-hmm. this day. And she was trying to get them to go to a Catholic school. I don't know where, but it was somewhere, like, nearby. And her nanny that she had for the boys spoke Spanish. So mm-hmm. those boys, like, blonde hair, blue eyes, spoke fluent Spanish. I love that. As kids. I okay? love that. I, know I mean, it's cute. And so she takes them to school. And so their first language, essentially, was mainly Spanish. So their English was almost kind of broken. Mm-hmm. So they get to the, either the preschool or elementary school. I don't remember which is which. But the teachers were, like, told Jill, like, hey, you need to stop teaching them Spanish. I mean, you know how outspoken she is in general. She was just like, um, first of all, you are not going to tell me what to do with my own children. Right. Second of all, like, who are you? You know, that was you. And so she took them out of that school and that was it. They never went back to that school. And they're now bilingual, beautiful, blue eyed men. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) But and that was like how it was. And that was the 80s. And it was just bad. There's still areas in the country that are obvious, obviously like that. So it's just. But it's, you know, now that we are aware of it now as first generation Latinos, you know, we are going to change that narrative. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, I'm I'm so proud of it. Uh, Alexander had a little project a few days ago last night. We were putting it together. And at the end, uh, he they said, "If uh, what's a superpower that you have that nobody knows about? And he put, I speak Spanish. Oh, oh my gosh. That is so, you know, it's so important. I yeah. would say that too when I was like growing up. I would always, not a superpower, but they would just, that's like one of the first things I'm like, I bilingual. Yeah. And I was proud of that. Yeah. So, you when I was to make like a big effort to teach your kids. Oh, it's a lot like, of work. They really are learning two languages at one time. It's mm-hmm. a lot of work. It wasn't as like streamlined like us growing up because, mm-hmm. you know, our parents only spoke Spanish. And yeah. at that time, you know, you're you're only surrounded by these adults that only spoke Spanish. Yeah, like my house was like Spanish TV, Spanish yeah, speaking, music, my Spanish aunt, literature, anything everything. I communicated with any of my family, Spanish. But yeah. now with your Except twins. But now it's different. Yeah, yeah. it's like mixed. Because you don't just speak Spanish to your kids. No, because now when you go to parties, everyone at your parties are speaking English. But when we were going to parties growing up, everyone was all Spanish. Spanish. So, you know, so it's a, it's a huge, like... You really, really have to commit. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's not easy. It's hard, and there's times when you just want to give up. Yeah, but you're just like, no. It's this is important. This is part of their identity, and you're gonna just have to continue going. Well, this is a perfect transition into the conversation of your uh, publishing company, Little Libros, mm-hmm. and I think that is the perfect way to maybe um, kick off the next podcast is talking about why you, why you started it and it's mainly because kind of you know to teach your kids Spanish right yeah the being proud uh, it's little libros it stands for little books for those that don't know what libros <laughs> is in English um, and it all came from Alexander when he was in my belly and me wanting him to not feel the shame and the pain that I felt growing up for feeling different yeah, in this country. We'll get into that next week. Adios. Bye. Well, before we say adios, oh. make sure you follow us on Instagram. <laughs> I'm already out the door. I know. She's like, I gotta go. Mommy moves. Um, <laughs> at Sisani, S-I-S-A-N-I-E. Or you can follow me on Instagram, Patty Rodriguez. 
Send us your questions, your comments. We'll try to read some of them on the next show. And then uh, make sure you subscribe to Mommy Moves on iHeartRadio app and everywhere else you listen to podcasts. Yes. See you soon. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.